Welcome to Changes in Latitudes, a Transgender Experience. A 40-something trans woman shares her observations, life stories, and the adventures of her journey through transition and beyond. And now, here she is, your host, Sabrina Miller. Yay! Hello, hello! Listen to that band! Oh, I love them. They're so great. Yeah, I love that band. That band is terrific. They get better every week. That is Alex R. and the New Listener Orchestra. (laughs) Hello, welcome back, everybody. Episode 24, Changes in Latitudes, a Transgender Experience. I am Sabrina Miller, the host, the person that does it all. This is me. Yes, this is my stream of consciousness podcast where I ramble and babble on for roughly an hour and uh, sometimes longer, sometimes shorter, and you enjoy it. Uh, I guess that's the easiest way to sum up this show. <laughs> I don't know. If you have a better uh, uh, description, you know, other than how I have laid it out formally, uh, let me know. I'm curious. I'm curious, how would you describe this to a friend? That's uh, that's the easiest way I can say, you know. Oh, yeah, there's this podcast that I listen to, and blah, da, 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 da. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to hear what you have to say about that. All right, a little bit about last week's episode, episode number 23, uh, titled That Weird In-Between Genders Phase. Um, go back and listen if you haven't heard it. Uh, it was, it's, it's a topic I'm going to come back to in a future episode, like maybe next year or, you know, like a year from now or, or maybe a little less or a little more. I, I don't know. I just, I know I want to come back, back to it once a little more time has passed. But basically it's, I'm feeling more out of place with certain masculine traits than I ever did before. You know, it didn't used to bother me so much when I, you know, was doing yard work and was dirty and sweaty and went to the store. Now it bothers me more. Anyway, I don't want to get get back into that again. That was last episode. Go listen to it. And you can listen to all the episodes and find everything you need to know about the show at Changes in Latitudes podcast at blogspot.com. Everything can be found there. Uh, you can also search us out on iTunes. You can search us out on Stitcher. Back at Blogspot, you can find the RSS link if that's your thing. You could subscribe by mail, in the email, that is. I don't think you'd ever get a p- podcast in, in, in snail mail. My God. I would have to put it on a disc and and mail it out. That would be the only way to do that. And... I don't have the time or the money for postage on something like that. I'm sorry. You're going to have to ask somebody else to do that for you. But 
whatever, however you're listening, you can find us at Changes in Latitudes Podcast at blogspot.com. Also over there, there is the uh, Amazon affiliate link and the PayPal donate link. Feel free to uh, browse those at your uh, leisure. Uh, if you listen on iTunes, give us a quick rating, uh, hopefully a five-star and a little uh, review there saying you like the show. If you listen on Stitcher, give us a thumbs up. That helps the show. And I don't know. I guess that's it. Let's uh, move right along into the main topic now, shall we? This episode is about pronouns and misgendering. Uh, I'm going to say right off the bat, I have mixed feelings about this. Uh, Mixed feelings in the sense of when I I can see so many different sides of the argument uh, that's out there. If anybody has ever read anything or been to a a discussion group, uh, a trans-specific discussion group... And this topic is brought up. You see, you find a lot of different faces to that, you know, die. You know, I think it's more than a twenty-sided die. Okay, if you're a gamer, you know, old-school board gamer, you'll know what that means. If you don't know what that means, uh, it's a uh, it's a one die, not dice. Dice is two or more. Uh, a single die that has twenty sides on it, one through twenty, and it's used for so many different things. You know, it's, 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 everybody's opinion on it is more than that. And it's, it's so crazy to sit back and listen to and, and, and just take in. But I know this is a topic I needed to get out of the way early on in the show. I mean, we haven't even reached 50 episodes yet, uh, but, but we're, but we're close. We're almost halfway there. Next episode's halfway there. <laughs> yeah, baby. Anyway, uh, that was a tangent. Don't want to go there. I've noticed that there's so many different feelings and I, and I understand everybody's side of it. And I think I waver in between and the sides are, you know, well, people should respect and use what you want. And I get that. I get that. Yes. Yes, they should. You know, and, and the people that say, well, you got to be stern with them and let them know how wrong it is to use that. And blah, rah, 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 you know, that anger, it seems to be behind it because they're so upset about it or hurt by it or, or, or enraged by it. And I get that. I get that. But let's turn it around to the other side of the other person. They are going through, especially if they know you through your transition or even early on in your transition. Well, maybe not early on in your transition, but uh, from your past. They, anyone from your past that is, is going to still be around and be a friend and communicate and socialize with you, First and foremost, hey, if you're if they're gonna if they are going to do that, realize that that is a blessing. Not everybody can do that. So the ones that say yes, I can, 
give them an ounce of respect for saying yes they can because their saying yes they can is just as strong as the trans person saying to everyone in the world i am transgender and i'm going to change my gender from my birth gender to my preferred gender it is as strong a point on their side that that is to ours and you gotta respect that And just as difficult as it is for us, it is as difficult for them to adjust and rethink and and uh, rewire their brain to interact with you. So cut them some slack is what I have to say to those people that, you know, are really uh, putting their foot down about being correct every single time. And I get that too. Believe me, I get that. It's very hurtful. It, it, it's very off-putting. It's very, you know, uh, pushing you back, making you take a step back. I get that, and it hurts. But they are trying. And you need to think of all the people that haven't and won't. Whoever those people are. I think everybody has, you know, one or two people in their life or their circles or, you know, an extended circle maybe, you know, that those people have chosen not to communicate with the trans trans individual. Some more than others, some less than others, you know, but everybody kind of understands that. I think, I think, I hope I'm correct on that. You know, if if I'm not, somebody write me, please. (laughs) But everybody has that, that person or that group or whoever that is. And it hurts with that, you know, you're not going to see them again, talk to them again, interact with them. Sometimes on certain aspects, it feels good that you won't interact and talk with them. So, you know, they have certain individuals, certain things, okay, fine. But as a whole, you know, it kind of, huh, oh, I thought they would. You know, it's different for everybody, but everybody kind of seems to have that sort of thing. And for that... You have to realize that those people have turned their backs and they don't want to take the time and energy it takes to rewire their brain to call you your preferred gender. So when the people that do stick around, that do try to call you the right names and genders are there, you should just give them a hug and say thank you. And let them know in the most polite manner that they use the wrong gender or name, or whatever, if they don't realize it. Because most of the time, they realize it, and they shoot themselves in the foot. Be, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I didn't realize. You know, and so, there's no reason for you to jump on them. Yeah, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have, that's wrong. No, you know, and what, hey, calm down. Don't get your panties in a bunch. And realize that they are kicking themselves for, you know, passing that test. So what? Let it go. They're going to try harder the next time. Trust me, they're going to try harder. Now, if they get malicious about it, or if they just don't seem to really try or care to try, that's that's, that's when you need to step up and, and speak for yourself and say, no, I am not whatever. I am this. You know, whatever it is for you, everybody's got their thing, depending on your, your trans status. If you're, you know, male to female, female to male, everybody's, you know, that's the generalized thing. Especially if they're not trying, or especially if they're malicious about it. Uh, and there's other ways to handle it than getting, you know, that angry about it. You realize that if they're just not trying, 
well, maybe even though they said they're going to be your friend, they're not. And that's when you need to, you need to be the stronger one and cut the ties and say, look, if you can't respect my wishes, my, you know, transition, if you can't respect my journey in life to use the correct gender, the correct name, the correct pronoun, uh, you know, this, that, the other thing, then I don't know if you're going to be able to continue to be a friend of mine. You know, I don't know if we'll see each other again, whatever it is. Maybe you've got to be the one that say that says that and send them on their way instead of letting them turn their back on you, which you know I'm sure others have or you've heard stories of people that that has happened to so you know there's a there's a fine line between that because you know if it's family, well, family I think gets extra extra uh uh time <laughs> extra extra bonus, uh, bonuses and benefits because they're the closest people to you. And you got to think of it like a, a rock in the water. You know, when you, when you throw a penny or a pebble or something in the water, in still water, and it ripples out. You know, the, 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 the ones that are closest to the center are going to have to travel the furthest out to, from the center. And usually those are the strongest. Usually those are the, the wave creators, you might say. You know, so, so give them a chance to come back. I mean, I mean, metaphorically here, but give them a chance to come back to the center of the circle. You know, you, you're the stone that dropped into the still waters and, and give them a chance to, you know, give the waters a chance to settle again. It takes a little time sometimes, depending on how big that stone is. So, you know, cut them some slack if they're family, especially if they're trying you know, family and close friends, if they're trying. If they're not trying, that's when you maybe got to cut the ties, you know, or, or be a little firmer about it. Look, it's not just because I'm transitioning that you need to call me this. When you call me the incorrect uh, names or terms or phrases or whatever, it makes me feel this way, you know, and let them know how it makes you feel. You know, it hurts me. It it makes me feel like I'm stepping backwards in my in my already hard journey. You know, don't you're a friend. Don't push me back. Encourage me forward. You know that sort of thing. You know, I mean, it, everybody's a little different, so I'm trying to generalize and generalize it. But uh, you know, maybe maybe that that individual needs that sort of understanding. You know, they, maybe they need to stand in your shoes. <laughs> you know, not literally, figuratively, uh, to, uh, to experience it, you know, um, and understand it a little bit better. And so explain it to them that way. Now, with all that said, if someone's going to be malicious about it and, and, and just meaning to push buttons, that's, that's, to me, that's the no, that's the, you know, don't cross, don't, don't pass go, do not collect $200. This is it. The game is over. Okay. You know, something's got to give, you know, and, and to them, they need to realize that every time they use the incorrect word, phrase, gender, term, you know, fill in the blank there, they're basically, you know, slapping you across the face or hitting you in the gut or, you know, whatever, you know, image you want to use. So they need to realize that, especially if, and I, I mean the people close to the circle, family and close friends. If it's just some schmuck at the store being a douche, 
you know, walk away. Don't even get involved. You know, I mean, if, if that's the situation, just be the bigger person, walk away. Uh, probably toward some figure of authority, you know, <laughs> if this person's going to go on a rant, you know, you know, be around people that could protect you, if that's the case. But, uh, but you see my point, uh, you know, don't put yourself in that situation if that's starting to happen. I mean, if, and if that happens, like I said, run to a figure of authority. Most people have cell phones. Call 911 on your cell phone. Let them know that you're being threatened and attacked. Well, something will happen. Guaranteed. Uh, also, uh, run into a store. Because once you're on a, if you're having like a mall or something like that, once you're in a store, uh, you're on their rented or leased property. So they are, you know, could be held responsible. So they have to step in. You know, regardless of what their thoughts are, they have to step in by law. So, you know, that's something out there. Uh, double check the law in your area, you know, but I know that here in uh, California. A- anyway, that's a digression. So, so, uh, you know, if you're gonna, if you don't put yourself in that experience, if that's, if that's the case, just turn the fuck away and walk, go, you know, leave. But if, if it's, if it's, you know, a family member that is, you know, refusing, you know, a long distance family member that is refusing to use your preferred name and gender or, or excuse me, pronoun, well, you got to evaluate that family member. On on a case by case scenario, you know, and that family member could be a you know a, 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 a you know fourth fifth cousin, could be a sister or brother or uh, uh, or a cousin, you know, a first cousin or a, a nephew or a niece or you know, I'm trying to think of all the different extensions there. Um, I think I got it covered. Aunts, uncles, yeah, there we go, there we go. Uh, grandparents. Well, maybe not grandparents. I'm trying to think linear at that level. Uh, but you, you, you follow me, I hope. If, if that sort of person is being malicious, you know, evaluate the ties between that, that distant you know, family member. How often do you see them? How often are you in communication with them? If them calling you the wrong thing is just, you know, they're how they're going to be, well, then maybe you just don't have to see them. You know, I mean, I hate to, I hate to say it, but... There are family members that you really only see at weddings and funerals. It's a long-standing thing, you know. Uh, but that's occasionally like big anniversaries and big birthdays. You know, so-and-so is turning 50, you know, that sort of thing. Or 65 or whatever. You know, celebrating their 30th wedding anniversary, 50th wedding anniversary, whatever. Those, those big events. You know, if that's... If that's going to be the case, then that awkward person, you know, that person that's creating that awkwardness because they're refusing to use the correct things, usually they're going to be the ones looked at as in, what the hell are you doing um, by others in that sort of function, especially if they've embraced you enough to invite you to that, you know, knowing that you're trans. Okay? Okay. Uh, and they're going to look at the odd people out saying, look, we've embraced this person's identity. Why have you not? So so but the ball will be in your court if you happen to be in one of those sorts of situations. Oh, wow. How, how, how I have digressed. I am so sorry. Getting back on track here. But, but so, so, so for me, with my own experience with pronouns and gendering things, Ultimately, realize that the people closest to you are also going through a transition. 
and you got to cut them some slack because they're still close to you. You know, the ones closest to you are going through it the hardest with you is what it really boils down to. And I, and in just my experience with interacting with trans individuals and reading blogs and seeing vlogs and, and Tumblr things and such like that and posts on Facebook, it just seems that a lot of people get their panties in a bunch about pronouns and names. And, and, and ultimately, I think you need to re- evaluate everyone on a case-by-case scenario. And I mean everyone. I don't mean parents, period, meaning mom and dad. No, I mean m- mom, period, dad, period, sibling, other sibling, other sibling, aunt, other aunt, uncle, other uncle, you know, whatever it works out to be, grandparent, other, each individual. Address it. Because the ones that have truly embraced it and are close to you are going to be the ones that are going to stand up for you when you're not there to stand up for yourself. So just breathe, realize what the situation entails, and don't, don't get so angry or, or uh, emotional about it. Just realize that it's part of their transition as well, and they're going to mess up. They're going to, you know, stumble just as just as there are days when our dysphoria makes us not want to get the fuck out of bed or not go to a specific thing or do a specific something, whatever it may be. As much as those days happen to us, that's them dealing with their thing. And, and unfortunately, fl- fucking up the name or pronoun is part of that. So you breathe and you move forward and know that it's going to get better in time. That's really what I want to say about that. Also, for me specifically here, and anyone that is within the same age range as myself, probably five years, give or take, you know, five years younger, five years older, um, I had... 41 years of, of, of a male existence, of a male history, of a male experience, we'll say. And, you know, I just can't turn my back on that. That's part of me who made me, me. You know, the, and also the last 20 years of that have been working towards the goal of coming out. So I for sure as shit can't turn my back on that, nor can I wish it to be different because then I would be different now if that was different. It's the whole thing with Back to the Future. You know, you can't fuck up the timeline because it's going to fuck up the future. You know, that's, that's the, the time travel thing. That's why we all want to watch those movies, right? And I think we just kind of forget that. Uh, so, so I know I've got that male history, and I can't deny it, and I, I can't change it. So instead of hating or detesting it, you know, I learned to embrace it because that's part of what has made me, me now, the me that I like, the me that I'm becoming. It's just part of that, part of the journey. It's just you don't really know the journey starts until you transition but it's still part of the journey you know it's like a roller coaster when you sit down in a roller coaster the first 
part of it. And I'm talking an old-style roller coaster. I don't mean some of the newer ones at the amusement parks that, you know, shoot you out like a gun. And you're going. You know, I don't mean that type of, of roller coaster. Although those can be kind of cool. Um, I'm talking about the roller coaster where you, where, you know, like the 1950s, you know, beach coaster. You know, going up the hill. You know, you like, like that little part from that little book as a kid comes to your mind. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. You know, it's one of those sorts of things. And you go up that hill, and usually it just feels like it takes forever. And then all of a sudden you reach the top, and you're gone. You're going, and you're spinning, and you're curling, and you're whatever the case may be for each different roller coaster out there. And then finally you come back again. And some roller coasters actually have another up part, so you can go down again. It's just part of a roller coaster. Anyhow. Well, that's how I look at the last, you know, 40 years of my life is that roller coaster has been going slowly up the hill and now we're in for the fun. And yeah, it can be scary. Yeah, it can be fun. Yeah, it could be dangerous. But would you change it? No. So that's how I look at it. And, and, and if so, if somebody accidentally, if somebody from my past accidentally uses the wrong pronoun gender thing, I try not to let it get to me and I try to first put myself in their shoes and, and then address it. Again, as, as, I, as I say a lot of my stuff on the podcast, it's easier said than done, but, but speaking it and hearing it and talking about it is, is, is a big part of the battle. So here we are. <laughs> Ta-da, this is the show. And so you got to, I, I think it's just that a case by case scenario is really what it boils all down to. Uh, and, and sometimes in the moment, you can't figure out that reason. Sometimes your, your energy just overtakes you and you get so upset or so hurt or so angry or so, I don't know, whatever your reactions are. That you, and you're, because you're in the moment, you can't step back and think about it. I get it. Holy shit, do I get it. And it's at those times that I've tried to learn to just take a breath and let that moment pass into the next one. It's usually when the moments, you know, after five moments, like, you can't go, and that's when things start to happen. But, you know, that's me, and that's neither here nor there. Anyhow, that's my thing on pronouns and misgendering. And right now, I think it's just about time for a music cue. secondary topic now uh last few episodes has been you know kind of serious stuff kind of things to make you think about and so i have decided that we're going to do something fun right now for the second part of the sec of this episode now it's also something very different something that i don't usually do i'm going to play a song and i uh this song I first heard it when my father played it for me, okay? 
Now, that doesn't mean anything until you know the name of the song. The song title is The Strip Polka. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, you can put one and one together there, yeah, okay. But it's done by the Andrews Sisters. It was recorded in 1942, and it actually made the number sixth of the U.S. charts at the time. So it was the U.S. number six, uh, for, you know, when it was released, or whatever their charts were, uh, back in 1942. And I heard it when I was a kid in the late 70s because the Andrews sisters had a resurgence and they did all the way through to the early 80s, if I remember correctly. And so I've always have loved the Andrews sisters. And, and honestly, if you don't know them, how could you not like their music? You'll get a taste of them here. But I suggest, you know, go to YouTube and YouTube their stuff. I, I know there's a lot of stuff available on iTunes because that's where I bought stuff. But it's... They have such a wonderful and unique sound that has, I don't think anybody has ever really got it right since they did it. They've come close. I've heard some wonderful, wonderful, you know, groups sing together and they've come really close, but nothing, nothing this tight. And so I give to you the Andrew Sisters and the Strip Polka from 1942. <laughs> Where the gang loves to go To see Queenie the cutie of the burlesque show And the thrill of the evening is when out Queenie skips And the band plays the polka while she strips Take it off, take it off, cries a voice from the rear Take it off, take it off, soon it's all you can hear But she's always a lady, even in pantomime So she stops and always just in time. She's as fresh and as wholesome as the flowers in May, and she hopes to retire to the farm someday. But you can't buy a farm until you're up in the chips, so the band plays a polka while she strips. Take it off, take it off, all the customers shout. Down in front, down in front, while the band beats it out. But she's always a lady, even in pantomime. So she stops, and always just in time. Queenie, queen of them all. Queenie, someday you'll fall. Someday church bells will chime in strip polka time. She hates corny waltzes and she hates the gavotte. And there's one big advantage if the music is hot. It's the fast-moving exit just in case something rips. So the band plays the polka while she strips. Drop around, take it in. It's the best in the West. Take it off, take it off, take it off, take it off. Yeah, like the rest. Take her out when it's over, she's a peach when she's dressed, but she stops, <whistles> and always just in time, Queenie, 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 Queen of them all, 
queenie. Someday you'll fall, ouch. Someday the church bells, the old church bells will chime in strip polka time. Transgender 30-day challenge or 30-episode challenge. Question number 12. What are you doing to stay healthy for transitioning mentally and physically? Well, uh, first, right off the bat, I'm going to say I run around after a uh, healthy two-and-a-half-year-old boy, and that has a lot of uh, energy behind it. Let's just say, okay, okay, yeah, I'm I'm moving around a lot, uh, just after him. Uh, I also try to go on walks, you know, take him to the park and things like that. Uh, and so I end up trying or shooting for about eight miles to ten miles in a of walking in a week. Uh, and so you know that's part of my physical uh, activity. Uh, I I try to watch what I eat, but I don't. <sighs> What's the I, I, I enjoy beer, so I, I you know I, not all the time, but when I do, I usually have two or three, and so those have a lot of calories. Uh, I try not to deny myself, uh, you know, anything, uh, you know. Oh, I'm dieting. I don't want to eat that. I don't try to have that mentality. But then again, I don't try to give in to a lot of. Uh, oh, geez, a piece of chocolate sounds really good right now, and eat a piece of chocolate. You know, I, I don't you know, trying to give in to those things all the time. I, I, you know, uh, things like that. And, and, uh, and, uh, and also trying to eat healthy. I mean, that's always harder than it is for so many different reasons out there. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, everybody tries to eat healthier and, you know, I do what I can. I also try, I mean, that's physically, I also try, and I try to sleep as much as possible, not as much as possible, but, you know, get a healthy amount of sleep. And again, with a two-and-a-half-year-old, that can be a challenge. It's gotten better than it was, say, a year ago, when he was one-and-a-half, or even six months ago when he was two, but it still has its challenge. And so a full night's sleep is something that I don't usually get, but yeah, that's part of parenthood, so chalk it up to that. But when I can sleep, you know, I try to do good sleeping instead of poor sleeping. I don't know. Uh, anyhow, um, so that's for, you know, physically healthy. As far as mentally, uh, I've mentioned this in the past, I think. Uh, I don't try, I really try not to uh, look at uh, negative news stories, especially about trans. I mean, there, it's out there. I, I, I want to be aware, but I, I really try to skip the news. I, I, maybe once or twice a week is when I'll go looking for news, a trans news specifically, and uh, unless it's national news, you know, and it's in my face because it's everywhere, Facebook or the internet or in, you know, news stations, things like that. Uh, but I really try to not let my brain get filled with those negative things. Um, I just, I don't want to put that negative shit. Th I know it's there, but I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't need to know about it. I, I, it's not going to better my life knowing about it. You know, I'm not running for a political office. 
I, I'm not trying to be a, uh, a spokesperson, you know, where I'm going to go, you know, preach about whatever. I don't need to know all that. I mean, and, and I know I'm, I'm doing my own podcast. I should know about those things, so I should talk about them. Well, that's the point is I don't want to talk about them. They're negative. I don't need to talk about that shit. I just shared the strip polka with you to give you something fun to listen to since the last few episodes have been kind of heavy. That's my personality. I like to have fun and just do goofy things when I can. So I don't need to bring that negative shit into my life or, more importantly, into my show. You know, I'm trying to give this as a, as a refuge for, well, for anyone, but specifically trans people. So you can hear a fellow trans person's story and the struggles and the things that I do and what I can do to make them better. Or, or you know, if you throw a question my way, I'll answer it. You know that. So, so I don't really try to put that negative crap in my head. But I still try to keep on top of it, you know? I mean, it's, it's a fine line. And I kind of go in fluxes, I've noticed. Sometimes I'll go, you know, a week or two, and I'll be on top of a few different stories. And then I'll go two, three, four weeks without looking at anything because I just don't want to hear it, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm weird that way. Also, I have in the last, uh, whoa, I don't know, about two, three years now, maybe longer, uh, have not really watched any network television uh, it started because of where my wife and I lived. The reception was totally shitty, and it was an outrageous cost for the uh, uh, monthly cable bill for what we were using at the time. It just was not worth the price. Uh, we mostly because we worked all day, both of us, and we weren't home to watch it. <laughs> so I don't need to pay for something I'm not using like that. And so for quite a long time, uh, our entertainment, my entertainment, because I'm talking about myself here, has been specifically Netflix, occasional Hulu, because that's where they're, that's what's there. You know, Simpsons are on Hulu. So once in a while, I'll watch Simpsons on Hulu. I'm kind of over the Simpsons, but that's another story for another day. So uh, most of my entertainment's been on Netflix, and I've been f- just following certain uh, 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 series that I was interested in. Like, like I first started when I first started watching Netflix, I watched Monk because I had never really watched it. I watched it a few times when I was over at a friend's house who had cable. You know, I, it was on when I was visiting or something, and I'd always, I always have liked Tony Shalhoub. So I, you know, I said, "Hey, I'm gonna watch this," and so I watched it top to bottom. I. You know, not straight through, but I don't know, an episode or two a day for, I don't know, a couple months, few months, whatever it was. I mixed it up with other things. And, and so that's been my viewing habit about four years now, you know, because I, I was doing it before Drew came along. And then when Drew came along, you know, uh, children's shows got put into the Netflix mix, you might say. Uh, and along with DVDs, things like that. But as far as network television goes, haven't had it until recently, uh, about a year ago, uh, when Rebecca and I moved. And it's just because it, you know, the, where the living location is located, TV reception is good. <laughs> Again, no cable because not going to pay for it. It's a ridiculous price because we are so used to using Netflix and, uh, like I said, the occasional Hulu and things like that. And also we get uh, the uh, public broadcasting station here, and for a good 
morning portion of the day, there are children's programs. So, you know, if there, if I don't really want to have to find something for him to watch, PBS is there. And it's got the, you know, Sesame Street and things like that. So I know it's better entertainment than, than you know, something else that could be on. So I feel okay. And, you know, and that's what may be on or not on when things are happening. But again, uh, bottom line, I haven't really watched network television. And since we've had it available for the last, I don't know, year or so, I've flipped through the television stations. Maybe six times. Maybe six times. And I remember thinking when I picked up the remote, "Ah, I haven't done this in a long time. So I flipped through them. uh, Because of where we're located in the southwest of of the nation in California, we get Hispanic Mexican stations. It's just by where we're located. I remember getting them when I was a kid up in Los Angeles. It's just part of it. (laughs) So I had to flip through a number of them. (laughs) But there was, you know, the standard um, uh, American stations as well. And I realized I wasn't missing anything. I realized I didn't care to, to try to flip through it. I didn't try to care about looking at a TV guide or whatever to see what was on. I didn't care. I did not care. So, because of that, my, you know, visual entertainment, aside from the occasional going out to the movies with Rebecca, has been Netflix. Whatever, you know, a movie or TV series, I, recently a TV series, and if you're interested, why don't you message me and I'll let you know, but I'm not going to discuss it here on the show. Uh, and when I don't have, you know, that going... Uh, usually it's podcasts, things that I listen to, you know, podcasts or uh, music. My son and I listen to a lot of music. Uh, not the song I played for you a few moments ago, <laughs> but uh, other music. And uh, maybe I'll share some of that later on a different show. And and that's really what uh, I fill my, my time with, aside from, you know, the other daily tasks of taking care of my kid and, and, and you know, uh, uh, talking with my wife, sharing time with her, you know, I mean, it's just the daily things of life. Aside from those, the only entertainment is Netflix and music and podcasts. That's what I really fill myself with because I, again, I don't need the negative shit coming in at me. I don't. I I mean, I know some people may say I live in a bubble, but you know, I, I don't see it that way. I'm, I'm, I'm just choosing not to let the negative shit in from the news. Be aware of it. And Rebecca knows this. If there's a big news article, she lets me know. You know and, but most of the time, I see it trending on, on Facebook. So I look at it and, and whatever and move on. I, I, don't need to, I don't need to involve myself with that because it's not going to benefit me. Now, if you're one of the people that wants to be an activist and go, you know, all the way up to the top and preach about it, blah, da, 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 then yeah, maybe knowing about current events and different things is good for you to know. However, you're a stronger person than I am because I couldn't have that negative shit in my memory banks just to be able to regurgitate it as a statistic. I, I, I wouldn't want to. Wouldn't want it. Don't want it. And uh, another thing uh, that has really helped me is being involved at the LGBT Center here uh, and stepping up and volunteering 
and, and giving back is the best way I could say that. I mean, that's really what my volunteering is. But uh, being around other trans people, as I mentioned before, the trans community is is really supportive. And so, you know, being around them and, uh, you know, socializing and doing events and things like that, and I enjoy that. And that keeps my spirits up, you might say. Uh, and then lastly is probably date nights when Rebecca and I get those probably once, twice a month, I guess. More if we're lucky or if we plan it correctly. Uh, but... Yeah, those are those are always fun because she and I get to reconnect, and uh, those are the things that I do to you know keep uh, healthy for transitioning, as the question states. Uh, I'd like to know your feedback on this, so listen through the end of the show to get back in touch with me. listener feedback listener feedback here it comes we really don't have any listener feedback and when i say we i mean i i don't have any mostly because of my recording schedules don't think i'm leaving anybody out but it's mostly due to my recording schedule and that's totally okay by me but i'm not going to leave this section out because it's kind of its own thing now uh so here's a little tidbit information as of episode 25 we have, I have produced 25 hours and change of content. Yeah! Woohoo! How awesome is that? I think pretty damn cool. All right. So, that's it for listener feedback. Oh, wow, is it that time already? Well, hey, you know, I realized I have not thanked you for listening. Thank you for downloading this. I know it's a little late in the episode, but I'm still going to say it. If you're a first-time listener, thank you so much. You, I, I, you don't know how awesome it is to have you here joining our gang of 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 ranting rambling raves of stream of consciousness i i don't know i talked about it at the beginning of the show how are we going to describe this folks and then longtime listeners hey you know i love you you guys are just awesome so what thank you for being here thank you for listening yeah Anyway, before I wax poetic anymore, next episode, next episode is uh, going to be all of, well, when I first started transitioning, I thought I would do a blog and I realized that the written word is just not my style. This spoken word is. And one of them that stuck out in my mind is, uh, I titled it, these clothes were made for girls. And so, next episode, I'm going to bring back that blog spot and probably read it out and talk about it and give you my audio feedback on the uh, article I wrote. Or, or not uh, article, a uh, blog I wrote. So, that's next episode. And I'm always looking for topics, so if you got any, send them my way. I think I mentioned in the past episodes, I try to do, you know, two things each episode. So, that's uh, 104 in a year. 
And yeah, I got things I want to talk about, but I can always use more. So send them my way. Send them my way. Send them my way. And now, as Jimmy Buffett says, if I couldn't laugh, I just would go insane. If we couldn't laugh, we just would go insane. If we weren't all crazy, we would go insane. <laughs> Stay crazy, everyone. listening to Changes in Latitudes, a transgender experience. I'd love to hear from you, so let me know what you think or what you'd like to hear about by emailing me at changesinlatitudespodcast at gmail.com or by leaving a comment on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash changesinlatitudespodcast or at the website changesinlatitudespodcast.blogspot.com don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and please leave us reviews and star ratings. Now, wait for it. Here it comes. Disclaimer time. Disclaimer time. Disclaimer I am not a doctor nor a lawyer, and I certainly do not pretend to be one. I am a trans woman who began her transition later in life. I am here to discuss my life, so I take no responsibility for your decisions based on my personal thoughts and experiences. If you are thinking about transition or are questioning your gender identity, first, please know that you are not alone in your thoughts and questions. Second, please seek the advice of a qualified gender therapist or at the very least a local support group. If you're having difficulty finding a qualified professional in your area, I suggest reaching out to the closest LGBT center near you. And lastly, please remember, always question the source when researching information on the internet. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permission from the host. Copyright 2015 by me, Sabrina Miller. Thanks for listening. <laughs>